So what happens when the uh, the pastor doesn't bring his Bible to the pulpit with all his notes? We probably go back and get that. Okay. <laughs> Turn with me, if you will, to uh, <coughs> Acts, the book of Acts, chapter 2, familiar passage, we've been uh, <coughs> talking about the, uh, the five functions, today we're going to talk about fellowship. Acts chapter 2, verse 42, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship of breaking bread, to prayer, okay? Everyone was in awe of the many wonders and signs performed with the apostles. All the believers were together, and they sold the all together and everything common and they sold property and possessions and, and who had need and, and uh, <clears throat> it goes on to tell us exactly what fellowship is and we're going to deal with that specifics later but what is fellowship? Now, traditionally, especially if we're Baptist, okay, fellowship is associated with what? Food. Okay. And notice the two big guys are talking, okay. That's the first thing that comes to mind. You betcha. Okay. It's potlucks. Okay. It's meeting with a friend, possibly. It's a celebration of the Lord's Supper that's been... Uh, talked about it as, as fellowship as well. What other things come to mind? Anything else come to mind? I want us to consider uh, this morning talking about fellowship as a verb and not a noun. Okay, I'm going to ask our uh, our students there in the back row. What's the difference between a verb and a noun? Okay, a verb is action. Okay, what's a noun? Person, place, or thing. Okay. She was paying attention. She was paying attention. Now, let's talk about the verb, the verb of fellowship. 
True biblical fellowship can be captured with one word. That word you hear thrown out a lot, okay? But that word is koinia. That's the Greek, Greek word, okay? True koinia includes time, talent, treasure. So number one, let's talk about what, what koinia or fellowship is not. First and foremost, koinia is not forced. We can't force you to have koinia. We'd like to, sometimes. Okay, Let's all get together and we will have koinia. Really? How are you going to make me have koinia? You're not. You can't force it. It comes freely from the heart. It's voluntary and not required. If I can't force it, it's got to be voluntary, does it not? Nod your head, yes, class. Some have decided, or designed, especially in this passage here, okay, in, <clears throat> excuse me, in Acts, okay, chapter 2, 42 through 47, okay, they describe it and they try to make this thing as uh, it's communal living, okay, it's a commune. Everything, everybody's got everything together, okay, everything's, no! That's not what it's talking about. That's not koinia. And some have gone to the point of saying, okay, true koinia, okay, is communism. As we know it today. No. All of these are wrong. It's not communal living, okay? It's not giving everything to the cause. That's not koinia. So let's talk about what, what is koinia. Koinia is to what? It is to have in common or to share. What is the last time we have shared? Or define sharing. Oh. We like to say that we have everything in common. 
we like to say that we share. And to a certain extent we do. But I need to remind us that it's not a some people think the koinia is being in lockstep. Everybody's got to agree with everything. That's not, that's not what it is. That's not what it is. We can agree to disagree and still do what? Fulfill the mission of the church. Which is what? Oh, notice how I slipped that in. What is our mission? All right. <clears throat> Back up here a moment. What was our mission? Anybody could define that? And what is it now? And has it changed? Lot, what are we supposed to be doing? Okay. Is that our mission? Should be the mission of every church. Every church. How are we doing so far? True koinonia is, is having community. Having communion. Joint participation. Sharing. Intimacy. Community. And not out there. In here. Community. Communion. Not the Lord's Supper. Joint participation. Joining our efforts in prayer. Praying for the same thing. Praying for the same goal, if you will. These last two, okay, if there's something lacking in our church, these last two are it. We do a good job at, at communion, okay, uh, of, of gathering the masses, okay, we do a good job, okay, rubbing elbows with one another, and, 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 and you know, doing that, doing that community type thing, and, and we join together, but we're lacking these two. We're lacking in sharing and intimacy. Okay, now look, Intimacy, and we're not talking on a sexual nature, so just get that out of your way. Okay? Intimacy. When is the last time any of us went to a brother or a sister and said, Look, I'm struggling with this. I need help. Who's comfortable in the midst? to do that 
the sharing part is sharing our lives with one another. Now we do that to a certain extent. Everybody knows what everybody else is doing. Yada yada. Okay, that's just surface stuff. What is the last time <clears throat> we sat and said, "Look, not only am I struggling with this, okay, I'm hurt." I'm hurt. I need some help here. Now, most Baptist churches, okay, been around long enough to know most Baptist churches talk a lot about this stuff, okay, but they don't practice any of it. My challenge for us, let's be different. Let's not be the typical Baptist church. Let's begin to develop, okay? Develop a means so we can be intimate with one another and say, look. And have the courage not only to do that, but have the wherewithal to keep our mouths shut. Because I'm not about to give you my secrets and try to develop the intimacy and share it with you on this level, okay, when you're going to go run your mouth and go, oh, we need to pray for the pastor because he's... So it takes all of us first and foremost to do what? Emulate Jesus. What did Jesus do? What did Jesus do? In Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. Paul says this. Therefore, if you have any encouragement being united with Christ, if any comfort in his love. If any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, that's what we were just talking about, was it not? Then make my joy complete by being what? Like-minded. Having the same love. Being one in the spirit and one mind. In other words, Having the mind of Christ.
I can't speak for anybody else in the room, but I got a lot of work to do on this one. I got a lot of work to do. Some examples that are given. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 6. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 6. This mystery, this mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel. Members of what? Members of one body. Shares in the promise in Christ through the gospel. We talked about it this morning in Sunday school. Of what it is, okay, to uplift one another. What it is to say, I'm a follower of Christ, and to emulate Christ. Talking about the truth, the truth that sets us free. His truth, not our truth, His truth. over in Luke. Luke chapter 2 19 and 20 and He took bread gave thanks and broke it gave it to them saying this is my body do this in remembrance of me and in the same way he took the cup saying this cup is a new is a new covenant in my blood which is poured out for you do you see what what, what, what koinia is all about of sharing ourselves with one another. Not on a surface level. Power on. Thank you. Not on a surface level. But on an intimate level. Now we usually use this Okay. As we're dealing with the Lord's Supper. And, and rightfully so. But how else will we use this? Are we willing to give of ourselves to the point follow me? Follow me? Are, are we willing to give ourselves to the point 
Well, I've got no more to give. But I've given you everything that I have. Why? Because we love one another. Because we truly care for one another. We want others to be successful. Isn't that what good leaders do? Hey. Good, good leaders do their best just to pour. Okay, this is what I've learned. Okay, let, let me pour this into your life. It's up to you now to kind of sort some of that stuff up. Some of it may not apply. Some of it may already be able to use. But the willingness to pour into others, into their life. How are we doing with that? How are we doing with that? A, a, a lot of times, I'm going to be honest with you here, okay? A lot of times what I see happening in Sunday school and Project 36, okay, is nothing more than a knowledge grab. I keep stuffing it in, stuffing it in. Okay, oh, I, ooh, I, I picked up another morsel that I could. Well, what's that all about? That's a pride thing, is it not? I know more than you do. Not really, but you follow what I'm trying to say. When is the last time we've just sat and said, look, I don't know very much, but I wanted to give everything I have. What is it you want to know? How is it going to help you in your life this next week? How is it going to help you today? First Corinthians. First Corinthians chapter 10. Verse 17. Because there's one loaf we, who are many, are one body. For we all share one loaf. Paul is using a loaf of bread, if you will, as an example. Okay? That's the way we should be. We should be one loaf. How are we doing on some of this? Now we may be one loaf, we put packaged together, okay, but sometimes I think we're just we're all packaged together and we're individual slices. One loaf means one loaf. Okay? I can't find it here. Well, maybe if I looked hard enough. Okay? I like to use, okay, when we do the Lord's Supper, I like to use one loaf. And break it apart. Why do I want to do that? 
because it symbolizes who we are. Okay, we're not individuals here. We should be one loaf. We should be okay. When our brother Jim stubs his toe, okay, it's like okay. He stubbed his toe. Big deal. But when the body buries the toe, okay, on that end table in the middle of the night, okay, what happens? Suddenly everybody's speaking in tongues. Okay. But it hurts, doesn't it? We should be sensitive enough with all of us here, with our brothers and sisters, to say, look, there's something going on here. My brother or sister is hurting. How can I pray for them? How can I be... Because there's one bread. We, who are many are one body. It's often been said, and I think I've said it more than once, okay, they are no, there are no lone rangers in God's kingdom. If you consider yourself a lone ranger, um, brother or sister, you're an heir. We need one another. And I don't care how much you think you contribute or don't contribute. We need one another. That's what Paul was talking about. Now the question begs to answer or we need an answer to the question. When is the last time true fellowship or koinonia has been demonstrated with this body of the believers? Are we, all, are we only just doing the noun thing? Okay. You know, the, the potlucks and, the, and this and the that and, and the do stuff. The challenge for all of us. Let us choose, let us purpose to choose the verb portion of this. And practice koinonia. Practice true fellowship with one another. Is it a risk? Yeah. The question is, are you willing to take it this morning? Let's pray.